What's up, everyone? On today's episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast, I'm actually answering a listener question about cardio, about what kind of exercises to do with knee pain. This is an interesting question. Really appreciated it. If you want to leave a question that I can answer on the show, so we can do Q&A type interactions like this, go to www.triplefpodcast.com slash contact, and you can leave a question there. Or email me, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com. That's jordan, S-T-O-L-Z, fitness at gmail.com. And you can ask me some questions. I'll answer on the show. Thank you to everyone who has left questions. You're definitely providing me with content for the show. And thank you to everyone who supported the show and bought the macro guide. So the macro tracking guide is still on sale for another few days at triplefpodcast.com slash macro. You can go pick it up there. That's going to give you all the basics of macro tracking, how to find your optimal calories and macronutrient numbers for your body, and how to track them, some specific hacks and some different educational information that will definitely help you understand your nutrition a lot better. That's what today's show is all about. I'm going to get down to it. Fitness, food, and freedom. I'm Jordan Stoltz, and this is a Workout Wednesday. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, guys? I'm Jordan Stoltz, back with another episode of the Triple F Podcast, and today I'm answering a listener question about cardio. I've already done a couple episodes on cardio in general, more of a background approach to it, like a if you should do it, is it good for you kind of thing. If you haven't heard that, go back and find that episode. That's one of the first ones. It's something called um, Cardi No or something like that. Like, should you do cardio? Go check that out on a Workout Wednesday. Today is also Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. And I'm getting a little more specific into cardio, this time going over some specific types of cardio that I recommend if you have joint pain, specifically knee pain. So I'm going to read this listener question uh, so you can kind of know where this episode is coming from and the information I'm going to give what I'm actually answering. The question says, if a person is staying away from the treadmill or other lower body exercises that involves the knees because you might be nursing knee tendonitis, what can you do for cardio? And this person does circuit training currently just to get their heart rate up. And uh, that is a good question. It's a good question because it's very common, right? Um, It's a good question to actually put on the show instead of just email back because a lot of people experience knee pain. And even if they don't have knee tendonitis currently, a lot of popular cardio can actually make that happen, right? So things like treadmills, even ellipticals and rowing machines where you're extending your knees, those things can actually increase your likelihood of getting something like knee tendonitis or an overuse injury. So, I mean, first off, my suggestion is going to be You said you're nursing knee tendonitis, but my suggestion really is to actively seek out a solution to that, right? You can, through curing different muscle imbalances, getting different physical therapy works and things like that, you can probably 
at least get to a point where you are able to walk and run a little bit better. Um, but I understand that that's definitely a nagging injury that it's hard to make go away, right? So I'm going to give you some options as far as cardio and different exercises you can do to get your heart rate up and get those cardiovascular benefits. Um, you do want to get to the point where you're improving that knee so you can do some good lower body exercises. Um, but for now, these are going to be good to fill in in place. So really, like I said, cardio can be a problem, right? Because you're going to increase your likelihood of getting overuse injuries. Now, uh, cardio can be a problem because you you know, you know, can't do most of the cardio equipment like treadmills, ellipticals, if you have tendonitis or other injuries in your lower body, which are super common. Any kind of knee, foot, ankle, hip injuries, those are all going to make running on a treadmill impossible. But not only that, but actually, if you have something more, uh, I guess, deep, more, less superficial. So something that you know, maybe don't notice exactly in your body, maybe you have a big ankle problem and you don't even know it because you're not that active. If you start doing cardio, you're going to definitely see that amplified a huge amount. So think of it this way in that if you take, I don't know, the average American doesn't take a lot of steps a day. Let's say you take like five or 6,000 steps. Hopefully it's more like 10,000. But if you take like that many steps a day, if you suddenly add, you know, a half hour of running on the treadmill, you're going to double or even triple your step count for that day. And it's all going to be at once. You're going to have this repetitive movement. If you have bad mechanics or you have bad, a bad injury or an imbalance, that's kind of making something kind of wonky in there, right? It's my scientific term for the day is wonky. But if you have something like that, just repetitive motions like running on a treadmill or repetitive things in bad form is going to make that injury appear more superficially and it's going to make it way worse, right? So that's why I really suggest you first prevent these different things from happening. So this question, the knee tendonitis has set in, but it probably is there for a reason. So you need to start thinking about what isn't firing, what isn't what isn't working and why did that even show up in the first place? So it might be your glutes aren't fine the way they should. Maybe you have like an imbalance in your quads to hamstrings. Um, Maybe it's the muscles actually surrounding the knee are a little weak. Maybe it's your ankles and the mobility there. It all connects, right? So these, all these different muscle groups, all these different joints, they all connect together and they all work as a team in your body. And if you have something that's not working Adding in a lot of cardio or repetitive movement is going to make that way worse. I trained a couple of people that were in the military and I saw just crazy overuse injuries, just wrecked ankles and knees from different repetitive motions with bad mechanics. And this is a big problem and it's definitely going to cause a lot of issues down the road. So that's a big problem of cardio. Overtraining, overuse injuries, very common because of that repetitive motion. Not only that, not only the injury ways, but actually doing a lot of cardio, especially if you keep it to like the treadmill and things like that, it's going to really limit your recovery options, okay? So say you do one or two, say you do two lower body workouts a week, two upper body workouts a week. If you also run in the treadmill three times a week, now you're suddenly jacking up your lower body frequency to like five times a week, right? Or you're if you do it after your workouts, you're if you think of it in sets, you're doing hundred sets of legs, right? It's not optimal to stick everything on your legs, which is why I'm going to give you some options here in a little bit for some cardio that uses your upper body or uses more muscle groups. 
just ways you can get those benefits without pounding your legs. If you're tired from your workout, it's going to affect your mechanics. If you're going to do cardio afterwards, and if you're tired from a workout, you're not going to be able to optimally recover if you do them on your off days. So you're not giving yourself sufficient recovery and rest if you do repetitive exercise all the time. That's why usually for cardio, I like to either manipulate my weight training or I like to not only manipulate my weight training, but uh, maybe do some kind of upper body focus or compound movement based cardio and I'll go over some of that in a little bit but something that uh, is quick and easy so like 10-15 minutes max of really high intensity and then it's over and then maybe follow that up with some very low intensity for long duration I'll go over that in a little bit so the first thing I assume if you listen to this podcast you know the benefits of resistance training so I want to give some weight training considerations that will help you improve your cardiovascular ability, which won't actually wreak some havoc on your knees. So this can be done with any exercise, right? This is just if you do yoga, if you do dumbbells, if you do barbells, if you power lift, bodybuild, anything like that, you can add these different things in to, uh, to just help your conditioning, right? This is just like conditioning work kind of squeezed into your weight training session. So you don't have to increase the frequency like crazy and you don't have to put a lot of volume on your knees. This is going to help you get some more cardiovascular benefits if that's your goal. So it's going to be hard for you to pack on a bunch of muscle, lose a bunch of fat and get in really good shape like conditioning wise all at the same time, right? So I really recommend sticking to one or two goals at a time. But if cardio is your goal, getting in really good shape, maybe you have um, goals like running a 5K or an obstacle race, or if you just want to be in better shape so you can play with your kids, your grandkids better, right? This is just a different, this is kind of a area where you have to just choose your specific goal. But if cardio is your goal, then you can really manipulate your weight training to better that so you don't need to take your long rest periods and your heavy lifts if you're just trying to get in better shape if cardio is your goal i suggest first thing uh, to get those to get that heart rate up is to lower your rest period so anywhere 30 45 seconds sometimes a minute and this is going to be between every exercise and that's going to be really beneficial as far as keeping the intensity up if you do that you know, exercise, do all your exercises, rest for only 30, 45 seconds, and you do that for a 45-minute session, that's really going to be a lot of work in that amount of time, and that's definitely going to get you in better shape. Another way you can kind of change your rest periods without taking away from your lifts, so say you wanted to, you're bench pressing, and you wanted to bench press the same amount of weight, you're kind of working on your strength, so you don't want to just take 30 seconds of rest because you'll wear yourself out. A good way to just add in some extra conditioning in between sets of your strength exercises where you might be resting two minutes, do a couple ab exercises in the middle there. So that's not really going to take away from the performance in your lifts, but it's also going to add in some work and get your body moving during those rest times. I I really like that. Favorite one is probably sitting on a bench. This is going to be kind of hard to explain, but basically you're going to be leaning back 45 degrees from the bench and bringing your knees to your chest. It's going to look kind of like a sit up with your knees and your chest, only your only your butts on the bench. That's kind of hard to explain. Uh, it's called like a bench V up or something like that. That would probably be a good description of it. But that's a way you can just add in 
some different training and some different ways to get your heart rate up. Uh, you mentioned in the question that you do circuit training uh, to get your heart rate up. That's great. That was going to be my next suggestion is to put in some circuits. This is the same kind of thing. Circuits aren't going to be as optimal for strength or muscle development, but if cardio or conditioning is your goal, if that's what you want, then circuits are a great option as long as you're careful about keeping your form perfect and you're careful about your exercise selection. So circuits with a bunch of lower body exercises are going to flare up that knee tendonitis because of all the repetitive motions. But if you do all upper body exercises, it's not going to be optimal because you're just going to wear out your muscles, right? So you kind of need a good mix in there. Um, Usually anywhere from four to six or seven exercises is the right sweet zone that I like for circuits and repeat that three or four times. Uh, So you could do something like, here's an example circuit. Um, I'll stick to body weight stuff because it can be done at home then, and that's pretty handy uh, since it's cardio, right? You don't always want to go to the gym. Uh, circuits. So we got, let's say you do push-ups, and then these can all be done for a certain amount of reps or time. You could just do them for 30 seconds each or 15 seconds each and fly through them. Uh, so with no rest, you go push-ups, then maybe you do a squat jump, or if that hurts your knees a little bit, You could do just a squat onto a box and stand up um, and then go right into something like pull-ups and then some kind of carry. That would be a great four-exercise circuit. So a heavy carry, uh, you could do carry something over your head. It can be anything, a weight, dumbbell, barbell, concrete block, sack of flour, anything over your head or in the front rack position, so right under your chin or on your side and with like one hand. That would be a great little circuit, easy, right? Push-up, squats, pull-ups, carry. And that's basically just all your movements. So you got your leg movement, you got your push, your pull, and then a carry. So something more functional. Just throw in all these different movements. Try to add some variety to the mechanics that you're throwing in. And that's a great way to do circuit training. You can, this is a little more easy in a gym where you have different machines, different equipment, but Going through a circuit of anywhere, you know, four, six, seven, even eight exercises is going to be a great way to get your heart rate flying up in your weight training session where you don't really have to do specific cardio work. Another consideration for your weight training that I have is to move your body through space more, and that would just mean adding more bodyweight exercises. Adding in your bodyweight exercises for slightly higher reps, so from 10 to 20 or even more than that, is going to really help your conditioning. So don't just do isolation exercises on machines, um, even though it's tempting sometimes if you want to work your arms, for example, Going to the preacher curl machine and maybe a tricep extension machine is way more tempting because you feel a little bit more. It's a little bit easier to focus. Way more tempting than just doing close grip push-ups and close grip chin-ups. But moving your body through space, like with the push-ups and pull-ups, even though more challenging and you might not get the same muscular benefits, you're going to definitely increase your conditioning because you're practicing moving your body, which is the skills you need to be in better shape cardiovascularly. My last consideration for weight training is just to stick to more compound movements. And this is the same concept as the bodyweight exercises. You're moving your body through space instead of picking isolation movements. And it's the same with your big lifts. So instead of doing a leg extension machine, if you're working your legs, if you're able to, with your weight training with the knee tendonitis, instead of doing something like a leg extension, do a squat, right? Instead of doing a lat pull down machine, do a pull up. Instead of 
uh, instead of even running on the treadmill, which you know you can't do very well. Instead of doing something like that, try to carry. You know these different things where you're just moving more of your body. That's basically what a compound movement is, using more than one muscular group. Okay, and that's a great way to uh, to work your cardiovascular system in weight training. So just to review. Lower your rest periods, add in some ad exercises in your rest, do some circuit training with all the different mechanic movements, move your body through space more, and stick to more compound movements instead of isolation. Now to get into some cardio options. So some actual specific cardio options. Uh, this is separate from your weight training. If you're going to do something like a conditioning session that isn't your weight training, these are, these are some things you could consider doing. It's best with these options since you can't really do anything like the treadmill or any other lower body exercises specifically. It's best to lower your intensity of your cardio a lot so you can still do those exercises, um, which I'll explain, or adding resistance to more upper body focused movements, okay? And it's hard to do cardio with just your upper body because it's kind of a total body moving your whole body kind of thing, which requires your legs. But if you add resistance, it might help that knee tendonitis. So I have uh, five different things that you can do. Number one, battle ropes. These are a specific tool. You might not have access to these. However, a couple hacks here if you want battle ropes. Uh, first, to explain what they are, basically thick ropes. So they're going to be like an inch or two inch thick ropes. And you're just going to hook these around a stationary object that's on the ground. And basically, you just alternate your arms, slamming the ropes onto the ground. You can slam the rope into the ground with your arms together. This is a great workout and completely stress-free under your knees. And you can get these relatively cheap. There are sites that sell battle ropes, but they're kind of expensive. It's like 100 bucks for the rope, which is kind of ridiculous. Nice little exercise DIY equipment hack here is two places you can get cheap or free battle ropes. Dock supply places, right? So if you have any kind of docks or marinas where you live, uh, that basically the ropes for battle ropes are dock ropes because they're so thick. Go there, see if they have any they're kind of wearing out. You can ask the person. Maybe you could purchase one for kind of cheap. You only need you know, several feet of it, maybe like 10, 20 feet of rope. So it's not that much. Also, if you really want to get some free battle ropes, these are going to be totally free. Go to your local fire station, okay? And ask them if they have any bad fire hose. So basically, uh, fire departments need to change their fire hoses very often because, I mean, I don't remember the exact timing, but it is very often just to keep the equipment, you know, 100% working, make sure there's no faulty equipment. So basically when the fire hoses are used, they toss them and, you know, they're definitely willing to give you some old fire hose for free. If it's cracked, maybe it has a some trouble with the seal on the uh, tip of the fire hose, right? You can just take these things for free if you just ask. And battle ropes are a great way to put in some high intensity exercise. What you're going to do is basically uh, swing the rope on and off in intervals. So like 30 seconds of swinging the ropes, 30 seconds or a minute of rest, and repeat that like five or 10 times. That's going to be a great workout, completely stress-free on your knees. Second thing, 
Number two is kettlebells. Look into kettlebells or dumbbell training. Uh, kettlebells, I really like doing different exercises in circuit fashion. So you can do clean snatches, um, overhead press. You can do curls with kettlebells. They're very versatile, and you can get great high-intensity workouts with them. A little more complicated. If you have specific questions about kettlebell, you can ask. Uh, but those are a little more complex. But I do like them for cardio and conditioning without a lot of stress on your joints. But just because they can be, you know, with the resistance, you can keep the workouts a lot shorter. Number three is some more um, kind of strongman exercises. These are going to be great for cardio. And different things you can do is like push or pull a sled. If you have access to a sled that you can hook around. When I was younger, I just used a rope hooked around a tire with a rim in it and just stacked weight onto that tire. That's an easy sled and just pulling it around. Yes, that uses your legs, but the resistance is actually going to be okay. Probably you're not going to feel that tendonitis like you would if you're super repetitive with your motion. If that does flare up your knee tendonitis, another good option is carries like I mentioned before. So farmer's walks with heavy things down by your sides, maybe a one arm uh, carry in that front rack position up by your chest Maybe you just carry something over your head and walk around, you know, for 30 seconds or a minute, take a break, repeat that five or 10 times, just that same kind of thing. That's going to be great for your conditioning. Give those a try for sure. And a lot of muscular benefits as well. Very functional movements there. Number four is low, low, low intensity. Your exercise and your cardio doesn't always have to be super high intensity and get a crazy sweat going. Just walking is very beneficial and walking, you know, going on an hour walk a day is going to add thousands of steps per day. That's definitely going to add up over time and it's going to really help you stay in good shape unless you're training for something really specific or you need to be in great shape. But walking is really going to help your cardio just by itself. Number five is kind of similar just to add up your activity through the day. Okay. So this is just maybe, you know, the things you always hear in health talks, parking farther away from the store, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, maybe doing some kind of manual labor instead of watching TV, different things that can just add your activity up throughout the day. Hopefully these different things help you to get some cardio options. I gave you five cardio options, five weight training considerations. So you have 10 things to kind of pick and choose from, pick one or two, give them a try. If you don't like them, pick one or two more. So hopefully that helps you out. And that is it for today. Answering that question about cardio, uh, trying to avoid the lower body exercises. Hopefully you got something from that. You're able to add those into your routines. Cardio, super important, right? It has lots of benefits. If you get your conditioning up, it has lots of benefits for body composition, lots of benefits for your heart health, and lots of benefits just for your life. See how well you can, you know, play with your kids, play with your grandkids. Like I said, play sports. If there's a pickup game, you just need to be ready for life. And that's really one of my main considerations when writing programs. If you have a question and you want it answered on the show like I just did, answering this listener question, go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact, ask your question there, or jordansoulsfitness at gmail.com. Great ways you can ask me questions. Anything goes, I'll answer it on the show and try to give you a nice thought out answer for your question to give you some options. Also, 
Macro Guide is still on sale, com slash macro. It's on sale for 50% off right now. Give you all the basics of tracking your food and some nutrition information for you so you can really get that part dialed in in your health and fitness journey. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast, and I'm Jordan Stoltz. Signing off until Friday. I'll see you guys then on Foodie Friday. This has been a Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. And I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.